study with other we study with other teachers and we've uh, pretty much been on quest for a long while and we really appreciate your warmth, closeness and your approachability which so you're so real. It's uh, quite distinct from what we found in other travels. <laughs> Yeah, well,あの、ちょっと、あの、ね、でね。あれな。で、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげて、あげ
Yeah. Whatever you have is your work. It's not an easy path, but it's not difficult either. Yeah, it depends on what you want to do with your life. Yeah, it's, it, it depends on how you want to spend your time. What is the most beneficial? There are three ways to spend your time. One beneficial, the other one is detrimental, and the other one is neutral. You see? So you, sp you spend time which is beneficial to you spiritually, and that in turn will benefit any other things in your life. Yeah. So the wisest choice is practice spiritual, and everything else will come your way. If you just take care one by one in your depart different departments of your life, you'll be successful too, but one and then one, or maybe not even successful. But if you take care of your spiritual need, and everything else will come into place. Yeah? So that's the wisest choice. And you made that choice, so you have only yourself to thank. Yeah, I'm only sitting here handing candies. <laughs> yeah, and be an example of success yeah, in spiritual practice. That's all. And then if you want to, you, you want to uh, like do the same thing, then you're welcome. But you are doing it, okay? I don't take credit for anything. Mm. Just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to give you credit. Oh, yeah? <laughs> really, I've spent your credit with me. Uh, you know, yes, uh-huh. When I, when I look for things, it's just like, that's why I'm just glad to go look for things in a particular place, and there it is. Yeah. And Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel, um, I'm more intelligent. Sure. And powerful. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you are. <laughs> You'll be more and more intelligent and more powerful. Yes, because it's you, it's God. You are God inside. As long as you forget the mind for a while and use your own power, your real self, which is God, a part of God, as powerful as you can be. Yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, whatever I told you is true. Yeah, yes. Just practice and you get everything you have, everything you ever want. You will have. Yeah. You will have a better life than I do. Yes, because you, you, you don't have responsibility. So if I, if you, 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 sometimes if you see me suffer or something, don't look at that. I am the teacher. I take on some of the burden of the people. But you, you have to just enjoy. Yeah. It cannot be, it cannot be otherwise, you know, because the God in you is awakening. And you cannot escape from enjoyment, happiness, intelligence, wisdom, strength, power, whatever. <laughs> you cannot escape from that. Very quick practical question. I have a chemical deficiency, and a medical doctor prescribed salmon oil, salmon oil, yes. and whitefish uh, oil. So I'm going to ask them if there are alternatives. But if there are no alternatives to that medication, what, what is the whitefish oil for? What's it for? Yeah. Uh, what does it help you? It's, I have a, 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 a mental. A mental I don't see any problem with you. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a bipolar condition, and uh, we just went through a bunch of medical tests uh, where I'm low in tryptophan and other things. Are you sure that you have chambers. problems? Yeah, I've had it for years. I inherited it from my, my uh, father's family. Sometimes I'm not able to function for two, three weeks, and I hope this meditation will help as well. It will, definitely. But, Everybody uh, can tell you that. Yes, right, guys? The, your sickness has to do with your profession before. 
Well, if you say so, then it must be true. I have faith. Yeah, so it's a, it's a chemical imbalance what the psychiatrist and so forth say. You don't have any problem, all right? Okay. So. From now on? Yeah. Okay. Mary, talk to you. Yes, possible. It's possible. Okay. So it took me a while to realize it was real. Yes. But it's something about pricing because I just like tell the people know about that. You know, I have these. Don't tell people. Yeah. Okay. You can tell him or tell me maybe that. The less you tell the better. And not too many people have this kind of experience <laughs> and least understand it. If you tell them, they might think you're crazy or they make trouble for you more. They make you confused. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, your experience is a blessing to you. Mm -hmm. It should be for you alone. Okay? And if you need any. Uh, um, answer, you can write to me about it. But actually, if you have good experience, you feel elated, you feel happy, that is the answer already. That means it's a blessing for you. Hmm? And uh, if you see a lot of things in your vision, okay? Because you know what it's like when people know too much about your inside. They don't believe it. They don't know what you know, okay? So just be quiet and enjoy, all right? Relax. When Mary comes, you talk to her. Ask her question. And now you have uh, the weapon to even, uh, you have the means to even to, to discern whether she's real or not, okay? You repeat the holy name and ask her if she's real. And even, even if her negative power, they have to be honest to you inside. So if you ask them, are you the truth? Are you real? They will disappear, okay? But if they stay there and converse with you and teach you some wisdom, make you happy, that, that's okay. That's how we learn, see, in a higher dimension. You see Jesus and Buddha and talk to them, there's no more. Yeah, just other people, they don't have it. They will feel very puzzled. So you better don't ask them because they don't know. Just because uh, they are teachers of some kind doesn't mean they have experience you have. Doesn't mean they know what you know, okay? Right? Because you're blessed. Maybe they're not. Alright? Hmm? See, now she feels less lonely. How? Oh. oh, no, there's not scary things. You're okay, you're right, you're fine. You're blessed, yes. A lot of us have this similar experience. Yeah, like the Catholic, we see Buddha, and the Buddhist, we see Jesus, and all confusing. <laughs> and we just welcome them all. Yes. And do they look crazy to you? No, they don't, okay? Then you know they're fine. And if they're fine, you're fine, because you have same experience, yeah? You're blessed, you're pure, and you're blessed with vision of the higher being, you know? Higher dimension of being. So just be happy. Yeah? All right? See, yeah, of course, can do anything. That's definitely happen. No problem. Yeah, nobody wants to come back here, of course. <laughs> Not when we saw the uh, uh, celestial world. Not after that, we sometimes don't want to come back here, I know that. But this is fast. This world just a few more years and we're gone. It's already year 2000, you see? I don't remember when I was born and now I'm already 40-something. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, so don't worry. Time goes fast now, okay? Just take care of whatever you have to do and make it as hobby, make fun, okay? Enjoy what you're doing, yeah? Enjoy it. First, maybe if you like it, then enjoy it as a blessing from God. If you don't enjoy it, then try to think that it's something you have to take care of, you have to pay off before you go. Either way, just do it. Zip, do it, and go <laughs> later, okay? Don't worry, don't complain about the time here, don't complain about that you should stay in heaven and not stay on earth. Why not? Actually, everywhere is heaven, you know? If you have heaven in here, everywhere is heaven. Where else should heaven be? Huh? Except in you. Don't complain. Stay on, stay here, enjoy. 
enjoy your husband, enjoy your children, enjoy your work, enjoy the money, enjoy whatever, meditate, yeah? And when time comes, it's quick. It's quicker than you think. Yeah, quicker than you think. Maybe tomorrow even. Take care of whatever you have to do here, okay? Because you don't have so much time. All right? don't have next life to do it. So just do it. Do anything. Anything you have to do, do it. Unless you want to come back. No, huh? <laughs> okay. Any other question? No question? Where will you be? Where will I be? Where, uh, on, on, on the new millennium. Oh, I'll be where I am. <laughs> what the millennium? What have to do with it? No, either January first, where all the, the Y two K things. Do you have any opinion, or you don't talk about it? No, Y two K. They took care already. They took care already. Yeah, they can check. Yeah, but just some, some, some poor country. Maybe they have a little problem, but they already have a solution. No, they don't. Then we don't need computer. Then we don't need. <laughs> Whatever, okay? Before uh, computer, we survive. After computer, we survive. I don't know what's big deal about millennium. Huh? Just another thousand years, and next is another thousand, next is another thousand. It's continuing forever. Hmm? I should worry about every day. That's it, okay? Millennium or not, we just have one day to live at a time. Right? Suppose it's 3,000 years now. What would we do? Uh, what what <laughs> what does it do to you? Nothing. Hmm? You are initiated. You are elevated. You are enlightened. You are saint. Continue your life. Okay. Don't don't go with the trend of the world and worry too much about millennium or not or whatever. Huh? No problem. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. I congratulate you. Hmm? Congratulate you. Making a wise choice. A very noble choice. And you will feel different every day if you're really sincere. You know. Okay? You're free. Free. You're a free man from today. No Maya can bind you. No angel of death can call you. You're free, complete, from the cycle of transmigration, from the karmic uh, law of this uh, physical world. You're free. You are a free man from today, from initiation. Free, absolutely. If you know how free you are, you probably die. <laughs> Too happy. <laughs> Too happy. <laughs> Don't want anything anymore. Just go. <laughs> yes, it's true. Just we have a little give and take still here, yeah? A few more days, a few more months, a few more weeks, a few more years, no matter. We take care and then we go. Hmm? Just like your ticket already booked, yeah? Now you pack your luggage slowly, yeah? take care of whatever bills, and then you go. Very simple. I wouldn't worry about anything anymore after initiation. I think after initiation, we could just go die. <laughs> Actually, no, no problem. Yeah. Hmm? Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Question. All right. I want to know um, the difference between the wisdom in the wisdom eyes and the wisdom in one's heart and the wisdom in the mind that go, oh, I can't do this. Oh, understand. Okay. Mind has no wisdom. Okay? It's just recorded what you... It's just recorded what you encounter every day or what's been put into it. Okay? So, for example, your mother keeps telling you, don't eat ice cream because, because, because. So whenever you see an ice cream, your mind starts screaming and you don't because, because, because. Okay? It's like a record player. Right. And the heart, it's not a wisdom center. Okay? It's a center for feeling. Okay? And uh, that's why when you love somebody, you say, oh, you know, it's the affair of the heart. See? All right? The wisdom center is here. I mean, 
because we're in a physical body, I have to say somewhere, right? But the wisdom center is not in here, of course. But it's in, if you are in a physical body, you have to find it in here. Okay? Inside your brain, in the middle, there's a spot, all right? To start with, yeah? Later you find out that you are everywhere, and you are the wisdom. You don't need to find the wisdom, but you have to start it from somewhere, okay? The heart chakra is functioning for some other reason, not to find wisdom, all right? And besides, the real heart is not the physical one that's pounding in your chest. Understand? Mm. Any other question? I seem to, when I base my decisions, I base them from what I feel. Mm -hmm. Is that okay to do that? Is it, if I, I don't know how to develop my, my wisdom mm -hmm. center is here yet. If it makes you feel good and successful, it's okay. Actually, there's no, um, no much. Okay, it depends on what. For example, if you love a man, yeah, most of your feeling come from the heart, and that's not always a wise decision. Okay, maybe your heart overrules your wisdom, but that's okay too. Yeah? who tell you whom to love, anyhow, right? But if it's a business matter, then you have to base things in two things, yeah, in order to be successful. Number one is your intuition, yeah? You feel this thing is right. Number two are the facts that you have gathered, data, data, so that you, you know that, okay, I'm doing this, is right, according to physical knowledge, yeah? and intuition, okay? Feeling maybe, maybe you mis, uh, misinterpret, like feeling sometimes it could be intuitive, you see what I mean? Yeah, so you have to be careful, see whether it's intuition. So through the meditation then, we can develop this wisdom eye so we have more faith and confidence to make decisions from the yeah. business center. Yes, almost. You the more you meditate, the more you feel right about things you do. You almost have it. I say, ah, oh, I know. That's that. You know the answer. When I when I meditate, um, I find myself in a lot of times willing things to happen. You know, instead of really uh, giving over to the faith of mm -hmm. letting go. You know, because I feel like, oh, I'm so fearful, like if I don't keep just postulating, you know, this has to happen, this has to happen, this has to happen. Oh, that's the money. And I, and I, and I, maybe I'm afraid to just let go and let God let things happen, because I feel like, oh, maybe they won't if I don't just keep going. And, and I don't know how to let go of that. Or, well, you have to also do your job, yes? You have to keep on keep track of your job and do what is right for your business, yeah? And you meditate, it's just to clarify more of which decision to take. So that's also all right. But you don't keep pushing things much in, the, in meditation for that direction, okay? You ask for wisdom, for guidance, okay. And if you have some intuition comes along during meditation, you just have a little path, notebook with you all the time. And if there are any idea, you write it down, and later to check it in. Okay. So I, I don't have to keep going. I mean, this happens. This, this, I can just let go and ask for the wisdom. Yes. Yes. When you meditate, you should relax only. Forget all the things that you should do and not do. But if uh, you should come across any idea, that means maybe Master gives you some guidance, and you write it down in a piece of note paper. Write short, only for you to understand. Yeah, and so that you don't forget it later. That's it. But don't try to sit there and say, Master, I meditate two and a half hours. Now this two million business has to go through, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you just do your best. And whatever happens, will happen. All right? Don't try to think too much. You're so scary and you think too much, you disappear. <laughs> You have to analyze too much, huh? Okay. Relax. Mm.
Most of the time we just let go, meditate, and things just happen, really. Or we just know what to do. Because there's a different type of thinking, you understand? Like that is to keep your body in shape and all that. Yeah. That we do it also. Little exercise, little deep breathe for fresh air, you know, but just by the way. It doesn't become a method like in that type. Well I, I feel I get a lot of health benefits from it and I feel I need that because for a long time I've been struggling with some mm. And I'm wondering, does that meditation Help as much without the health aspect as well? Health? Yeah. Your meditation. Oh. Have you not you tried? I mean, I've been doing the convenience. Oh, that's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Later, do the whole thing. And then you know it yourself. Okay. Is it beneficial to your health also, guys? Yes. Yes. Nice one more question. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, there's some people who are really attracted to certain causes. You know, certain what? Causes. Causes. Yeah. And like, for example, people who have this need to um, protect animals. Yes. And I was wondering, is it because in some past life they were the they were a suffering animal, or is that? I'm just wondering. Why you wonder so much about that? <laughs> <laughs> I've been business. wondering a long time. Yeah. Yes. I don't have to know, but of course, you know. of course, they have had affinity with them, or they have been with them as one of them. Don't you ever wonder why the owner and the dog look so much the same? For example. You wonder and wonder long, longer in that direction. Some people look even like the bird that they kept. Some people look even like the turtle. Tortoise, yes, yeah, I've seen one. 
<laughs> she rides turtles. You know, she has turtles. Uh, tortoise. <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> As pets. And she looked exactly like him. My God. I saw people look like dog, cat, but I have never believed that people could look like a tortoise. <laughs> but it happened in Germany, yes. Well, that is something more for you to wonder, hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see, people, before they are born into this world, they have chosen some mission to do, to uh, uh, progress in their own spiritual quest. Yeah? Okay, we left God, all right? Begin like this. We left God, say goodbye to Him. From today, I don't recognize you anymore. I'm done with you, I'm finished, I'm big. I will be the opposite of you. And then, from then on, from the opposite, you start to climb, 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 climb back again, do the same with God. You understand? And that's what you're doing right now. You are at the end of your journey now. That's why you came to Quaning Method. Everything else people do uh, outside Quaning Method is also a kind of practice. You understand? be it taking care of animals, be a doctor, be a nurse, be a lawyer, whatever. That's their own practice. That's why the Buddhists say you have uh, 84,000 methods of practice. It's just a way of speaking. We have more than that. You see, everyone chooses a way to go back to where they belong. But first they have to separate from God in order to recognize God. This is a paradox, but it's like that. If you are God already, you can't recognize God. This is a problem. So you have to be different from God in order to go back to recognize God. Or else what you do? Be God forever and just sit there, do nothing? That's how we do this. We have fun. See? The cycle. All right? So maybe these people have chosen that kind of work, yeah, to um, further their career, further their spiritual career, yeah? But when you end, at the end of it, then you come to Kuan Yin Metal, all right? Yes. Just like uh, college, uh, university, everything else is slowly, low, slowly going up to there. Okay, what else? I hope I made myself clear. Yeah, okay. It's a long story, though. <laughs> it's funny how we have to be separated from God in order to be one with God, huh? Can you understand that or not? Yeah. Just maybe the absence make the heart go fonder or something like that. Huh? Because if you're God, you don't know you're God. Nothing to compare. If we all have woman in this world, we will not know what man is. We will not know that we are woman. Uh, because we know we are woman when we uh, face a man. You understand what I mean? When we know what man is, then we know, ah, yes, I'm woman. <laughs> in the con country to men, like that. So in order to know God, to know that you are God, you have to be different from God first, see? And then work your, your way back. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that. Nothing big deal, yeah? So eventually everybody will go back to God, yeah? Whatever way they choose. So it doesn't matter if they choose uh, TM, they choose rice animal, they protect um, uh, rare species, whatever, you know, that's their practicing method. It doesn't look spiritual to you, but it is. Everything is spiritual. It's just the degree, yeah, the nearness to Godhood. The Quanin method is the nearest, you see, the last step you have to climb of the ladder of evolution in order to go back to where we came from, all right? Everything else is same, spiritual, everything else. Yeah, to cultivate, uh, what's the uh, vegetable, to be a farmer, to be a driver, to be a post office work, anything is spiritual work, yeah? But now, since you came back to, to do, since you came to the quaning method already, everything else, because you're already doing it along and you haven't finished, so you just tidy it up, you know, like finalize it and then go, right? You don't have to leave your home, you don't have to leave your work, you don't have to go crazy, go to Himalaya, things like that, you know. I went there so that you don't have to go, okay? <laughs> All right. That's what attracted me to you. I was uh, watching some of your videos and I was seriously 
um, uh, looking for a guru and um, our sage in India. I was wanting to go there and I didn't know how I was going to go about doing that. And then in one of your lectures, I heard you talk about that. I said, hallelujah, here I come. <laughs> it's easy. It's convenient. <laughs> yes, yes. I wouldn't like you to go to Himalaya. It's so dangerous. You might not come back alive in one piece. It's very dangerous. Oh, yeah, snowstorm, snowstorm, landslide. I have heard it was, you know, avalanche, everything could happen to you, anything. Wow. I have heard that it was very easy. I have heard totally the easy. Easy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just show up there and someone would take you, you in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone might take you in after you walk 40 miles to somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> If you find anybody to take you in at all, in that region, yeah, wow. All this fairy tale you read about uh, Himalayas, forget it. It's not as it is, okay? Sometimes people uh, make more fairy tale out of it, but the reality is not like that, okay? You walk in snow that deep, as high as a mountain, and you get buried any time, or you slip, and then you fall in a deep, 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 uh, how's it? Huh? Yeah, ravine or whatever. Huh? Yeah, edge, and then you become uh, just uh, one piece of snow here and there. <laughs> I had heard of the city called Kula, and when I tried to find it on the world map, there was no such city. So, mm. And to go back and contact the person that had told me all this wonderful news, mm. I, I did not know how to do that. Yeah. You didn't know how to find him? No, I had visited Mexico and I uh, had met him there and he uh, gave me some insight about India. So when I came back, I was all enthused to go to India. Yeah. Well. <laughs> and so yeah. thank you for doing that for us. <laughs> Nothing there. I'm not going. There's <laughs> nothing there that you don't have here. Okay? It's just danger. Very difficult time. You can't carry too much luggage because you always have to climb up hill. That's the problem. The path is about that big sometimes, and you slip your foot, you finished. When I was there, I took only two pairs of clothes, you know, like pajama style, thinner than that, this Indian cotton. Just two pairs, one pullover like this, and one sleeping bag, and one, uh, you know, like uh, aluminium plate, so you can, a little bit deeper plate, so you can cook chapatis, cook water, cook tea on it, too, just one. First of all, I brought a lot, I brought books, a guide map for it, for Himalaya, a guide map, a guide map for spiritual master, where is the ashram, which gurus live the longest, everything, a brand line. Uh, spoon, you know, uh, you know, stainless steel spoons, stainless steel cups, all kind of thing. But as I go up, I, <laughs> I throw them all down. And last, I have just one that aluminium because stainless steel is too heavy still. Aluminium is lighter, <laughs> so I exchange that. And then one spoon and one dish like that, yeah. And one, uh, one, you say, stuff to walk when it's too stiff. You, you, you rely on that. When you walk downhill, you rely on that to stop you from falling down. And you carry the sleeping bag, which is become heavier and heavier every day because the rain will soak in, the, the snow will make it cold and stiff. And you, my, my feet walk like, uh, you know, sports shoes like this. And the snow was so deep and the rain was continuous sometimes. And my, my feet continuously, uh, you know, like ice, it doesn't move the feet, and it, it was swollen and all that, and I didn't, didn't have enough fire to, to warm it up at the end of the day. And my clothes, I have to wear it wet all the time, even though I have two pairs, but I wash one and wear one. But sometimes I wash, but it don't dry, because uh, it rains and the Himalayas is damp, you know, and I don't have the time and the fire to, to, to dry it all the time. So. I, I just I sleep on the ground like this. Don't even have this. It's a mud ground and it's very wet and it's muddy and 
You just put a plastic sheet on it. You know those uh, very thin the army use. One side gold, one side silver, but very thin like plastic, very thin like paper. Put it on the ground and I put my sleeping bag. And sometimes my sleeping bag is so cold, I couldn't get warm. I'm small, you know, and no fat. And but sometimes the uh, sometimes if you're lucky, you find some other pilgrim, and they they have fire, so you just sit, you know, behind them. A little bit far, but it's okay. And I put my sock in the front, in front like that. <laughs> and it get a little dry, but not complete. And uh, if I want to be more comfortable, I have to carry more clothes. But how do I do that? Huh? And uh, you could have people carry you, and or you have horse carry you. Sometimes in some in some stretch or not all, because most of the place you have to walk alone. And because I, I walk very slow, sometimes I'm left behind all the time. <laughs> and I have to walk alone a long time and catch up with other people, you know. I, I don't walk in group, but some people who walk there in summer, different places of Himalaya. And you have to encounter sometimes snakes and, you know, bugs and uh, dangerous animals. And you don't have toilet facility, you don't have hot water to take shower, you have to jump in the river with um, zero degree, because the water just melted from the mountain, just like zero, yeah? It melted because it's summer, there's some sun, so the snow begins to melt, the ice begins to melt, then that's where your water is. And if you want to cook some hot water, you have to buy wood. And wood there is, is very expensive, like gold, because people have to carry it up there. Or they carry gas to cook, you know, because wood doesn't—it doesn't seem to burn very much there because the air is so thin, and the water don't 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 boil. I boil only little water like that; it don't boil. A long time. Now I have to cover the altitude again. It take a long time. It doesn't even boil. Yeah, it just stay like that <laughs> forever. So I got fed up. I eat raw. <laughs> yeah, I just eat whatever vegetable I found. Because sometimes you don't find houses or even shop anywhere. And even if you find a shop, they don't always have enough uh, things to make chapatis for you. Because a the shop, they're also poor, very small. They have only one, one bucket of flour, for example, like that. And if they encounter like 50 pilgrims, then you can share only half of the chapatis. They don't have any more. It's a high altitude. It's very difficult to cook difficult to bring equipment over there and they can only carry by 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 uh, labor you know by man so they have limited supply even if you have money you have gold you have diamond you can't buy anything there yes and then when you go to the toilet outside your butt froze <laughs> that I don't tell you <laughs> not only your butt froze everything else come out of it froze too <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not a fun thing to do, huh? And when you hear some animal, whoa, then you run. <laughs> yes, forget to put your pen up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about Himalaya. Don't, don't romantize too much about Himalaya, okay? And some of the so-called holy river along the side. Oh my God, all kind of. No. Yesterday, chapatis digested all over, everywhere. And you have to walk tiptoe everywhere, otherwise you step on everything. Yeah? yeah. That was a beautiful chapati yesterday, but the day after it became different. It smells different. It looks different. And it makes you feel different about it. And it's all over, everywhere. In the most beautiful, romantic riverside, you want to sit there, meditate, uh, no. You don't find any place to even put your feet on, okay? So that's the reality, all right? Some of the places are more civilized. I mean, uh, people stay around there, uh, where, where are some huts and some caves and monks and all that, they stay there, then it's more clean. But clean on that part, but the, on top of that, you don't know what flow down, you know. Anyhow, I, I drink it, it's okay, I'm still alive. <laughs> but I don't know. I wouldn't go there drink it again. I was blind. I was blind. You know, when you're in love, you're blind. I was absolutely in love with God. 
I fear nothing, I don't understand anything, I don't know anything. So I jump in the river and believe in that it will wash my sin. <laughs> yeah, if I have any sin at all, it will fall to death. <laughs> my hair become like this. <laughs> when I came out of the river, it stick everywhere, you know. Like uh, <laughs> I stick, you know, icicle, popsicle, icicle, yeah. Yeah, I look a real yogi with all my hair stand out like that in different direction. <laughs> huh? It's awful? Yeah, it's ice water, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, the way, because I walk so I keep myself warm. I sweat. Yeah, I wear the thin pajama, just uh, cotton pajama, that's it. And I was sweating. And everybody else walk on their horse or on the people's back and they feel, my God. They, they think I'm a saint. They thought I was a saint. Yeah, in fact, one guy wanted to marry me because he think I was a saint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole family fell in love with me. The mother tried to match me up for the boy. <laughs> I said, too old for him. And I'm married anyhow. You know, at that time, I'm still married. Yeah. If you feel you don't have a husband here, just go to Himalaya. <laughs> And, and walk the way of love. <laughs> yeah, if you walk like I did, you know, men will come to you anytime. They want to take me home and take care. Many, they think I, I'm amazing, they think I'm a saint, they think I'm something. <laughs> yeah, I was so blind. It's really a sick, scary journey. I wasn't equipped. I just walked with one sleeping bag, two pairs of pyjama and one pair of uh, uh, rotten uh, sports shoes which is soaking wet every day. Yeah, and my, my feet become red and swollen and all that, and I still walk like that every day, for months, you know. Sometimes you have a shelter, sometimes you don't. I must be blind or stupid. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, now why do we talk about that? <laughs> Scare you, huh? Yeah, I don't want to be responsible for your burial in Himalaya, so I have to tell you, yeah, for feeling afraid that my story about Himalaya, that I went there and get enlightened and get a master there, would uh, tempt you to risk your life to go there. There's nothing they can give you there that I cannot give you here. There's nothing you have there that you cannot have here, okay? That's all I want to tell you. But if you want to go Himalaya, it's okay too. Yeah. You imagine a lot, I say, okay, we walk into the Himalaya and the spiritual master just appeared. <laughs> and all light all over, you know. Yeah. I don't see any master appear, just see my hair sticking out. <laughs> and my feet swollen. My shoes never dry. My shoes never be dry. My socks never dry. Later, I don't care anymore. Because being wet anyhow, whether I wear shoes or not. It's, it's, it's not uh, as romantic as it seems. Yeah. Okay. And how, could you tell us a little bit about your master, the one that you found that initiated you into the Kuan Yin method? What do you want to know about it? Uh, I've heard a lot of them are quite old, with the age. I yeah. He's fairly old. Or? He is very old. He was old. He was old, yes. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> he has a nose in the middle. <laughs> Two eyes, long beard, right? He was old. Yes, that was. <laughs> okay, what else? Right? What else? You satisfied? Okay. Yeah, so quiet. <laughs> okay. All right then. You have asked everything. You ask and. All right, one more question and we go, okay? You're cold? It's getting cold, no? One thing I've enjoyed in other practices uh, is chanting. What place does chanting take in your discipline here? Like either like the Hari Rama short chants or like the Sri Guru Gita, which is a beautiful... If you want, you can chant and then you meditate. You chant want first, then chant meditate. and meditate or chant any time you want, it's all right. But the chant's not dysfunctional, it's just... No, it's okay. Whatever puts you in the proper place. Huh? Yes. <laughs> if you like to chant God's name, chant. Okay, chant with your heart. 
and you chant as an offering. But that is not enough. That's what I mean. No, no, okay, no. yeah. You have to meditate on the light and the sound because that's you. It's that's hard, yourself. It's hard to meditate when you're driving, so it's better to chant. You already speak the name. Repeat the name of God. Yeah. Or you chant sometimes, okay. Nothing forbidden. But you better be more familiar with the five names in case oh. you die suddenly and then that's all that affects you. Okay? That's all that protects you in time of danger. You have to be acquainted to it until it becomes automatic. All right? Not that when you have a car accident and you head bump into your steering wheel and you still. Is there a chant that has five names in it? It won't help you. Don't have to write it. There's no chant Receive that has the five, five names. You just chant it in your head, okay? Repeat it. Repeat it. I like a chanting. Chanting. Okay? Because that's what elevates you, all right? That's the real uh, charging power, okay? It's not just a name, it's a charging power of initiation, okay? So use that and recharge it and make it more powerful every day. So anything happened to you, you're in God's hand. Understand? Anyway guys, okay, thank you very much. Go home, meditate a little bit more at home, okay? Meditate a lot more, a lot, a lot more. Anytime you can, meditate, okay? Recite the holy names and pray for the world, okay? Bye.